This is Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Sometime in the mid-90s, I, I guess I was either 15 or 16, I was with my brother. Uh, we were riding in his car. He was a good six years older than me, and he had this, uh, had this Mustang. And we were, we were riding in his car, and we went past this uh, area that at the time was really popular with you know, teenagers and the younger crowd called Southway. And Southway was basically a shopping center with a pretty good-sized parking lot that at night, all the cool kids would <laughs> pull their cars up and blast their stereo systems and stuff like that. I never figured out why they called it Southway because I never, there's no sign or anything that I could see called that said Southway, but everyone called it Southway, and that's just kind of, <laughs> kind of what it was called. I think people still call it that, but I'm not sure. I haven't been there in forever. But anyway, we were passing a Southway, and, uh, you know, of course there was a McDonald's there, but there was also like a uh, Mojo's shack or food truck uh, type thing. You know, that's a uh, franchise of chicken wings for those of you who don't know what Mojo's is. I guess a trailer, whatever you call those things. It's not really a food truck, but where they set up like mobile. What would you call that thing? It was always there, so it wasn't like they drove around with it. But, uh, I guess a stand, but there was a Mojo's there. And a lot of times people would go there to get orders of wings on like to bring home for dinner or like Saturday night or whatever. I'm, I remember my mom taking us there to get like good $20 of wings, which at the, at the time would get you like a million chicken wings for like Saturday night and like stop by Blockbuster, you know, on the way home. And there's also this other, like, I guess food stands, what you call it. You know, that sold hot dogs and corn dogs. And I think they had other things. But the only thing I, I really remember is the hot dogs and the corn dogs. Because that's like all I ever got there was. Because they had corn dogs for like 50 cents that were really good. And you could get a Coke for like 50 cents. So I would go through with like $2 and eat like a king. You know? <laughs> but you could smell those uh corn dogs and hot dogs like a good block around pretty much meant you went to the one side of the red light uh from the road right before you got to southway officially you'd smell those stupid hot dogs and pretty much when you got to the red light on the other side as you were leaving southway you smell that was pretty much the last of the hot dog smell and we were we were driving past and it was like it was time to get something to eat we were <laughs> I think we were looking for Wendy's or something. And we drove past and I was like, I could just smell them, those hot dogs. And I was just like, man, I'm so hungry. And it just smelled good. I was just like, man. And I just said out loud to my brother, I was like, wow, it smells really good. And he looked at me, what? And I was like, those hot dogs, they smell really good. Like, it smells really good. And he had the most confused look on his face. Like, like sincere, sincerely perplexed. And 
dumbfounded. And I was like, what's wrong? And he looked at me and said, I just farted. This is being awesome. The podcast about loving transformers and having fun. I'm Rob. And either my brother has had a hot dog. Never mind. I'm Rob. <laughs> this week in awesome guys, I, I'm just going to, Sometimes there's something that happens during the week that I just find so cool that I want to talk about. This weekend, I just kind of want to talk about some stuff that I had did this week, thought was fun, you know. Of notable things to bring up, Transformers Forge to Fight came out. And, of course, that's a... uh, I hate calling them mobile games, but it's a mobile game. You know, for your Android or ios devices reason i say i hate calling them mobile games because like your cell phone or your tablet is slowly becoming the main (laughs) gaming platform you know like at that point i think it's just called gaming instead of portable when it becomes the main thing but um yeah it's a game for your cell phones or your tablets that I guess that's why we say mobile, just because we're, like, tired of saying phone and tablet. (laughs) For your smartphone devices and your tablet androids. But it's really good. It's a fun game. It's, um... They're they're calling it a fighting role-playing game hybrid, and I guess I can see why they would call it that, because it's kind of... Kind of got both of those little boundaries. It's got the role-playing elements, like you level up your characters and... Stuff like that, and you have a party, and you form a group, and you do stuff like you would do in a role-playing game. And it's very story-driven. But at the same time, you straight up duke it out. You know, you're pushing... I would say you're pushing buttons, but you're tapping on the screen to uh, punch and kick and shoot lasers and stuff. And the other side, you're pushing your finger and where you want to move. You don't really... It's doing the one thing I hate, and that's, uh, I like games where I'm doing something, and that sounds stupid to say, uh, you know, like, well, you are doing something, you're playing a game, but when I say doing something, I mean, I don't like, okay, I'm walking around, the screen, it makes a um, sound, and the screen changes views, and apparently I've encountered a slime, and I have to choose if I want to fight it. And I select fight. This guy fights this guy. And then it does it for me. I, I'd like just pushing the buttons. You know, like punch, kick, shoot. You know, that kind of stuff. So that really works for me, this style of game. Not to mention it's fun. You know, it's free with in-app purchases. You know, I think freemium is kind of past this as a buzzword. I think it's pretty much just said that, look, this is free and you can buy stuff in the game. But so far, I haven't hit a paywall or been beaten completely over the head with ways to pump money into the game. I know they're there. I know there's, I can buy characters and I know I can buy crystals and whatnot so I can buy power-ups and all that. I know they're there. It's clearly there. But it's not, so far it's not just pummeling me with that. You know, so far just playing as I've been playing for free has been completely satisfying. So I'm happy with that. That's what's really, that's really good. You know, I don't know if I'll ever put money into this or not, because like, I just, and I've bought 
stuff for my phone or tablet before. You know, I've bought games. I bought like Terraria for my iPad and I, uh, yeah, I bought like Splatterhouse for my iPad. It was like a dollar and it was Halloween night and I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy Splatterhouse for like the 50 billionth time. You know, stuff like that, but, and I've bought my share of, uh, comics and stuff for comiXology and stuff, which is, you know, look, I, I don't read it on the, on a, on the computer. I'm reading them in an app on my tablet device, you know, so, so, you know, it's not like I'm above putting money into these things. I just, I don't know if I'm going to or not. I don't really do that so much when I see like. I think I don't hang up if there's an entrance price right away, but if it's free and then I have to start paying, I think it causes me to hang up a little like I'm, yo, <laughs> if this thing's already covered with ads, what else do I need to buy? You know, but fortunately Forged to Fight isn't full of ads. It's just pretty straightforward. So far I'm really liking it. It's really fun. I'm not making a direct, um, the word escapes me. I'm not directly comparing it to the old N64 Beast Wars fighting game because it's it's a better game, <laughs> you know. But I am kind of seeing me having those same nights with it that I used to have with that old N64 Beast Wars game in which I'd stay up all night and just play the game over and over and just like with the Beast Wars game, you know, I'd beat it and start over with a new character or whatever. And this, you know, I don't see myself beating it, uh, but I'm certainly, when I'm coming home, playing it a good 20 or so minutes before I go to bed in the morning. And I'm fixing a, it's like 1030 at night. I'm getting a little, I'm a little later tonight doing this episode. Usually I do it uh, Saturday morning when I get home from work or Friday morning when I get home from work, sometime toward the end of the week. And Kilby, you know, these days he has it up sometime Sunday evening because we were doing it every Saturday, but people really weren't listening till Monday. I mean, I'm not, I'm not disregarding you guys that listened on the weekends, but it seemed like it didn't really matter until, unless it was up by Monday and then it was okay. You know? So we're, we're kind of getting them out toward later Sunday night. So I guess it's not really a big deal that I'm waiting till later to record this week's episode, but I'm totally uh, doing this at 1030 at night just because I've had not the most busy of days, but I had things to do <laughs> and I just didn't really have the energy to do anything when I came home. So like, I remember last night I was just realizing that I'm going to crash as soon as I get home for a few hours. Let me just tell Kilby ahead of time. He's like, dude, it's okay. <laughs> But anyway, when I get done here, because, you know, my wife, she works like a normal schedule. She's like uh, preparing dinner for tomorrow. And when I say preparing, as in she's marinating uh, some chicken and putting it in the fridge for us to cook tomorrow. And she's going to go lay down in the bedroom and go to sleep. And I'm pretty much planning on quietly, like I'll turn down the volume, playing Forge to Fight next to her in bed until... Either my battery dies, or I hit a paywall, or until I just want to watch TV or something, which I, I kind of want to do. I do also want to just veg out and, like, catch up with, you know, I got my uh, wrestling I've got on the DVR from the week, and Sven Gulli this week is showing Rodan, which I love. I'm, like, really looking forward to watching Rodan 
And uh, I was wanting to, on my Netflix, watch uh, Voltron 1984 or Voltron 84, however they're calling it. Which at first I was a little miffed by. Because I thought they were just straight up putting the original Voltron series on Netflix. And I used to have it there. But instead, it's uh, the people who work on the current Voltron show, which, you know, I absolutely love. And they're uh, showing stuff from the original series, like their favorite episodes of the original series. And then I guess putting some insight or whatever into it. And I'm a little more interested now in that at the wave of what hit me when I first added it to my list and saw the first few minutes of it and was like, this isn't what I thought it was. Cause now I'm like, oh, okay, that looks cool. Also, uh, one thing that happened this week worth talking about, I'm not going to say his name, right? It's like Valvotron or something. Valvoline. Valvoline, uh, you know, the motor oil has some promotion going. <laughs> And I don't fully understand it. I, I'm not giving you guys an in-depth news report or anything here. I mean, you guys have pretty much figured out. Uh, being awesome. The podcast about loving Transformers and having fun is like a short weekly one-man podcast that's really just an opinion piece with questions, with a Q&A segment at the end. You know, it's it's not a news revelation source or whatever. So I'm just saying that because uh, I'm not discounting you guys' intelligence by any way. But it's pretty much said that I'm not even pretending to be a news outlet. But I am <laughs> admitting also that I'm going to not remember every single thing in that news post I read before I got a shower and went to Walmart. <laughs> um, So there, there's... Valvoline, I, I think it's if you buy f at least five gallons of Valvoline motor oil or get your oil changed at one of their, uh, they call them Valvoline instant oil change places. And you get some form and you can enter the contest. And it has to be within, I think, sometime in April to the end of May. And the thing is, I use a Valvoline instant oil change for all my oil changes for me and my wife's car. It's just like right down the road. It's really pleasant. We're in and out. They, um. Most of these oil change places are really bad about trying to sell you everything under the sun. These guys have like two things they try to sell you and all you have to do is tell them no thanks and they take no thanks for an answer. You know, the they want to add on the, you know, your air filter needs changing. We can do that today for 30 bucks. And like, no thanks. I just need to get my oil changed because it's like stupid things like 10 bucks and I can pop it in and out myself. Why do you think I'm an idiot? <laughs> And then it's like, we have a fuel injector cleaner we can put in your car for $70. I'm like, looking at the bottle, they have that at Walmart for $10, the exact same brand. <laughs> but they go, okay, you're sure, no problem. You know, they don't do that whole beat you over the head. Like, <laughs> I had one guy, one time I pulled into one of those oil change places, and they he tried to tell me I needed a new PCV valve. And he showed me this PCV valve. That was all rotted to crap and beaten up and all that. And he acted like he pulled it out of my car. But I saw him pulling it off the desk that he had near nearby. <laughs> and I guess he thought I was stupid because it was like, I literally had just bought that car. Like this was its first oil change. <laughs> and he's like, and your valve here with all these extra miles you're putting on your car. I'm like, I got 5,000 miles on this thing, man. 
that valve is good. <laughs> and he's like, well, I don't know. I just pulled this out of there and out of your desk. And then I just left like, Hey, could you close my car? Good. Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Great. And he's like, yeah, is there a problem? Yeah. I'm going somewhere else. And I just left, <laughs> but you know, the, the Valvoline place is really cool. And reason I'm saying is that I would love to participate in this contest, but I literally just had my oil changed like the following Monday after Toy Lanta, after Bot Lanta, what wrapped up that week. You know, after we closed up the convention and I came home and hibernated for like a million hours and woke up that Monday morning, I uh, put some sweatpants on. And just drove over there and got my oil changed. And then went into the nearby Target and got some uh, Titans Return Deluxes that I was looking for. And they had them on sale for like nine bucks. So I bought the ones I needed, <laughs> you know. And the reason I'm just saying that is because it's funny that Valvoline's having a Transformers promotion now. Because the last I go there all the time. And the last time I went was literally sandwiched by Transformers nerd activity for me. But they're having some promotion, and I think earlier I said the terms right. I'm not exactly sure. I, I'm not going to front you guys. If you guys really want to know, I'm sure you already know, or could look at the, like one of your favorite news sites and see the details. And there's all sorts of prizes you can win. I think uh, something to do with the new Transformers movie, maybe a trip to the premiere or something, or free tickets, or win some swag or whatever. But one of the really cool things is when... Um, they have an exclusive figure, and I think they said there's only 5,000 of them. And he's called, yeah, I think he's called Valvolintron, and so many entrances entrances can win one of those. And I'd really like to get one of those, because that's cool. Now, it's just a figurine. It doesn't look like he transforms or anything, and I'm totally okay with that. It's okay. It's just, a, it's cool. It's okay. Calm down, guys. And it's funny, he doesn't even really look like a movie bot. He just kind of looks like our average traditional, traditional goodness, traditional styled uh, transformer uh, character, but he looks really cool. Not to mention I eat up stuff like that. Like, yeah, this is the Valvoline transformer. I got by changing my oil during a promotion. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of a bummer that they're announcing it now. Instead of having it going last time I was getting my oil change. Because I'm not going to need it done till like maybe June or July. Again, you know, I'm good for a couple of months. And I could, I guess, go ahead and get my oil changed early. And it, that really wouldn't hurt anything. But I honestly hate getting my oil changed. Like, it's one of those things I just hate getting done. Like, you know, when you have a car, you have to have it serviced. And I have no problem taking care of my car. You know, I work really hard to own it. I have a uh, 2014 Ford Fusion. Um, I bought it brand new. I had had a uh, for, uh, for, excuse me, Honda Fit that I bought. It was a 2012 model that I bought right at the end of the year of 2012, getting that uh, year-end clearance. <laughs> excuse me. And I had it for like a good year and a half, and I absolutely loved it. In fact, I always tell everyone for Shardicon, I drove straight there on an entire tank of gas and it was summer in the South. So I had the air going full blast and everything. And I went all the way there on one tank of gas, refilled it at a 7-Eleven and came all the way back that Monday. It was a great car. 
unfortunately, is also a very small car. And while I had plenty of room, apparently it was invisible because people kept hitting me at red lights. So after getting my car fixed so so many times within about a year span of owning it and having one really close call on the highway where a truck almost ran into me and I laid into my horn and he, the pure look of, holy crap, where did you come from? Kvor was on the guy's face when he saw that he almost hit me. I was like, I need a new car. So I went and traded it in at a Ford dealer. And my, my mom's a retired uh, Ford employee. So she gets uh, discounts on Ford products. And uh, I've had almost all Ford cars because of that. Because I get a really good discount on them. So we went and got me. I think I was going to get like an Escape. And ended up getting Diffusion just because I liked it better. I'm more of a car guy. I actually wanted a Ford Ranger when I bought it. And... um but they had just stopped making them and they didn't have any on the lot and irks me now because I see they're about to amp up production again on bringing the Ranger back. So I'm like, well, I guess in another four or so years, when it's time for me to get another car, when I've driven the wheels off of this one, they'll have the kinks all worked out of the new model Ranger and I'll get one then. But I got my, uh, where am I going with this? <laughs> oh yeah. But you know, like I said, I got a, it's not an old car. It's only like, what, three years old. And it's only got like 50,000 miles on it. So really the only maintenance I need done is like tire rotation and like oil changes. And I hate doing it and I shouldn't because it's not really a problem. I just go there pay the monies and it's done, but I just, <sighs> I guess I feel like I pay so much for it in a year. Yeah, I pay the payments each month and I put gas in it all the dang time and it gets really good gas mileage, but you know, I had to go renew my tag and you know, this past month for my birthday and in Georgia, you renew your, uh, your tag on your birthday month by the end of the month. And I don't know about other states, but here in Georgia, you've got to get your emissions tested. This part, I don't know if other states do that or not, but you basically, it's like, depending on where you go, where you go, either 15 to $30 to go to these little centers where they hook a little computer up to your car, turn it on and tell you if you passed or not. And if you don't pass, you got to have your car repaired up to certain emission standards before you pass your emissions and you can renew your registration. And if you buy a brand new car, you don't have to have that done for like three years. And I just passed, I've had it for three years. So I had to have it done this time. So it's like one more thing to pay for, for this car, 15 bucks to go to some place for the guy to hook it up to the computer, turn it on. Yep. It's good. Turn it off. It's like, yeah, I know it's only got, pretty good i need to wash it but that's pretty much the only thing i need to do <laughs> you know i i i don't know i shouldn't be like that i just i think he set sit so much money into a car already it's just like one more thing and you're like how much does it cost jeez like fortunately this car takes standard oil so when i go to my valvoline place it's just 40 bucks and they're always sending out coupons so it's like 
$5 off a standard oil change. I mean, my Honda only took full synthetic and yeah, that was like a hundred bucks. <laughs> but, um, so I'm kind of out of luck on entering the Valvoline Valvatron thing. Unless Valvoline decides to just randomly send me one. And I, I, I'm not one of those guys that just gets free toys sent to them. So that's, I pretty much can go ahead and count that, <laughs> count that out. Like, yeah, they're not sending me this limited toy. They, they're totally not. That'd be rad. That'd be rad just to get sent free products. You know, some guy on Twitter is retweeting a thing that if he gets 18 million retweets, Wendy's will give him free chicken nuggets for a year. And I'm just like, those nuggets are like a dollar or an order. Just go buy some. <laughs> by a month now, people are like, why are we retweeting this? I don't know. Let's retweet the, retweet these pictures of a dog. This dog has got glasses on and a scarf. It's a hipster. So I guess I'm going to retweet Valvoline's thing until I get a chicken nugget. Is that how you do the contest? I've done forgot. Yep. <laughs> I'm a little, a little brain farty right now. I was went out with the uh, missus. And we needed to um, get groceries. And we needed to go by PetSmart to get some... Uh, little vitamins for cats, you know, little things they need for their various cat problems, you know, it's go get them some stuff. And we stopped by target because I wanted to, um, earlier this week on a Tuesday when rogue one was released on video, you know, I got home that morning and instead of going to a Walmart on the way home, I came home just so I could see her before she went to work. And I went to the target that we always go to. It's just, you know, right, right by that oil change place, actually. And I got my copy of Rogue One and I picked her up one of those some sums, those Disney sums. She collects those and they had not a whole lot of Transformers there, but a reasonable amount. And I was like, oh, broadside, because they had broadside and I was going to buy him. But I was like, you know, I'm already buying this Blu-ray and I'm fixing to have to pay like more than I want to pay in taxes in another week or so. So I'll just wait on broadside. It's I just got a mountain of transformers for my birthday and Easter's around the corner and tax time is like right around the corner. I can wait till a week or two for I just buy a $25 robot on top of this 20 something dollar Blu-ray. So I put blue, uh, broadside down and I looked up at the pegs and they had Rodimus and, trigger happy and stuff guys already got i looked at the the i keep wanting to call them every name in the world the legends to see if they had a couple of the legends i'm looking for and they didn't you know i need rumble i passed over rumble a million times for some stupid reason or another i need to get rumble and a couple of the guys from last the last wave which i'll get you know but then i noticed they had a i think getaway i'm blanking on his name for the moment just because the, the occasional life issue makes you forget a fictional toy's name occasionally. And I needed him, but I, like his box was kind of dinged up. And I was like, yeah, I'll just wait. I'm buying this DVD, this Blu-ray right now. And just like the same, that'd be just like buying that broadside, you know. So I went and checked out and came home. And we're heading out to get our things. And 
passing there. I'm like, you know, I'm going to go in there and get that getaway. But then I was like, you know, what? we're getting groceries at Walmart. What if they have them? I'll just wait. And I tell her, hey, when we come back from Walmart, um, Target had this one robot I wanted to get. And um, I don't know why I didn't get them. Because I, I just didn't feel like going into my weird semantics, you know. I was like, but um, if I figure I'll get them at Walmart while we're getting groceries. But if they don't have them, is it cool if we stop by Target and I can just go run in and grab them? Because, you know, it's her day, too. And here we are stopping by Target so I can grab another robot when I just told myself to hold off on one. But another one I'm going to go ahead and get, you know, logic. <laughs> and she's like, why don't you just stop at Target now before we get there? I didn't need any more convincing, so we stopped at Target, and I got Getaway, and she also collects a Shopkins. Uh, she likes the Happy Places one. I got her a couple of boxes of those, and we headed out, and they still had those broadsides. So here in another week or so, when I go by broadside, I'm just going to go by that Target, I guess. And um, I was looking at Getaway. I think his name's Breakaway on the box, whatever. And that's if I'm even saying the right name. You know, white sports car dude. He was he was in a Master Force and stuff, and he's got a more predominant role in the IDW books. And I'll be a million times truthful here. I've kind of fallen off the horse on reading the comics, not because I have any preferential issue, or whatever, but it's just I'm more of a cartoon guy. And uh, when I read Transformers comics, it's the old Marvel stuff, G one, G two the UK comics. And, you know, I really liked regeneration one because it was more along those lines, you know, and I absolutely don't hate the IDW stuff, but I just don't read it as much. You know what I mean? The, the newer stuff, I just don't read it as much. I was on it for a while and I kind of fall on and off of the bandwagon of reading it straight for like a year or two, and then spotty for a year or two, then back to heavily for a year or two. Right now I'm on that spotty thing. Uh, which is funny because I still know what's going on because there's synopsises everywhere you look or turn your ear to. So it's not like you won't know what's happening, but he's, he's, he's in there pretty heavily. And, um, he's very obviously a white redeco of Chrome Dome with a different head. And that's fine. Complaining about redecos and transformers is really redundant, especially if you're like me, he's been buying these things since 84. You're like, and at the time I didn't even care because I was like, even as a kid, I knew each He-Man was the same figure with a different head. I didn't care. I, I wanted Stinkor. I already had Merman. Didn't care. Wanted Stinkor. Well, I was looking at Getaway. And Chrome Dome's got a cool car mode. You know, it looks cool because he's a futuristic car. And the brown really looks good on it and stuff. But with Getaway, you know, he was a different type of sports car in his original toy. And being a white car like Chrome Dome, the white doesn't sell the sportiness as much. It just kind of looks like a generic car. And I I keep looking at it and I keep thinking, so is he like a futuristic Ford LTD or something? Is that even the right name? Is it, was it a LTD? Yeah, I mean, I know there's a Ford LTD, but I'm, when I'm saying that, I'm thinking the car uh, we had when I was a kid. Um, for like a good couple of years there toward the, uh, toward about eighties, the end of 86, 
we got like a Ford Taurus and my dad got a escort station wagon because he had been driving when I was a really little kid, he had this old pickup truck. He drove everywhere and we had this one car that blanks on me completely, but then we traded that in and they got this big white four door car that we had forever until about then when mom traded it in and got a, a, a Taurus, you know, and that trade, he had been driving that old pickup truck forever and he ended up selling it when we moved and his company issued him a company car, which was like a station wagon. I don't know a model or whatever. And he ended up getting a escort station wagon. We moved and turned in his company car. Like he wanted his own car, but I don't remember what model that white four door. I'm assuming it's a Ford or maybe a Buick. I knew it was American made. My, uh, my parents don't really like to do the foreign cars too much, but, um, I keep looking at this getaway and thinking, is he, he turns in that old car we had. <laughs> so I'm going to dig up some pictures or may, I'm next weekend on Easter. I'm going to go visit my mom for Easter and maybe go through some of her uh, picture books and see if I can pick out what model car that was because I'm man, maybe Chrome Dome's not as fancy of a sports car. We think if all it does is, take to turn him another color and you think it's an older sedan you used to ride in when you were four. I don't know. Hey, let's, let's go to the Q and a portion of the show. Cause, um, I'm running long this week, just babbling about corn dogs and oil changes. But anyway, the Q and a portion of the show is fed from a thread and talk transformers, the official talking place of being awesome. It's a group on Facebook. You know, this, so go check it out if you're not always already a member. And if you are a member, keep checking it out because you know you'll love it. This week's question comes from my main man, Dusty Griffin, who helped us organize Botlanta. Does the toy repro labels and all that stuff. My main dude. He does. If you guys go to Mellow Mushroom and you've bought one of those calendars, you've bought Dusty's art. So even if you don't know Dusty, you've seen his work, you know. Dusty goes on to ask, where did Nemesis Prime originate? That's a great question, Dusty. And let me clear my nose a little. It's sinus season. Ooh, it's funny that it's so uh, polleny here lately because uh, Thursday, we it was either Wednesday or Thursday, we had like five or six tornadoes in the same day here. <laughs> And it was like a rain, nonstop rainstorm. So he figured all the pollen would be wiped out for like a week. But, you know, the sun came back out yesterday and there it is. It's all back. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm. Mm. Let me clear my, let me get a drink real quick of this Crystal Pepsi. Everyone knows I love my Crystal Pepsi. And it looks like this second run of limited availability is wrapping up because it's getting harder to get. So I guess it'll be gone off shelves for another month or two till another limited available. Just bring it back full time, Pepsi. Who are you kidding? Mm. There's five million alternate versions of Diet Pepsi that no one ever buys, and she could replace with this Crystal Pepsi that everyone loves, or at least me. And I know I've bought enough to justify bringing it back. Show me why you got me, kids. Probably gonna die here soon. <laughs> anyway. Dusty, the first time 
I really saw Nemesis Prime come around. I'd say it was around Armada. And uh, before then, when you got a uh, Black Optimus repaint, he was just like Black Optimus, basically. You know, like a special edition or some e-hobby thing or whatever. And it was usually Japanese, so it'd be Black Convoy. Or they did that one version of uh, Power Master Prime for e-hobby. I think it was e-hobby. That was Black, and it was like Nucleon Quest Convoy or something. It was always some... It was generally just Black Convoy as the name or whatever. And then, you know, uh, Car Robots rolled around. And they did, I think his name's just Black Convoy there. The Black uh, Laser Rod, or, yeah, Laser Optimus Prime repaint. That was one of the bad guys. And when it came to America, a year later, they just called him Scourge, you know. So when Armada popped up, you know, a little bit later... And as the line worn on, ward on, goodness, worn on, they put out a black Optimus figure. Because there's that deluxe-sized Optimus Prime, they're one called Bendy Prime. And eventually got repainted into a black and teal repaint. And instead of calling it Scourge, for whatever reason, I guess they felt like not using such a obvious G1 name over again or something. I don't know what the reasoning was. But they called him Nemesis Prime. And then in the cartoon, Nemesis Prime was pretty much that, like an evil clone of Optimus Prime that they fought for like an episode. He was actually really cool. He was really, uh, I don't want to say beastly, but yeah, he kind of was, you know. And it's funny, he wasn't really black. He was kind of a, like, if you just looked at him at a glance, you'd say he was black. But it was like, uh, almost a bluish black color, maybe a little brownish. There was some brownish in there, too. It was it was a very dull color scheme, not so bright and stuff like Scourge was the you know a year or so before. And uh, funnily enough, the Japanese version of them was all shiny black and stuff, and they just called them Scourge. I think that was an e-hobby thing too. But that's really where uh, Nemesis Prime started off, I think, because like after that. Yeah, pretty much whenever we put out a black repaint Optimus Prime toy, they just call it Nemesis Prime, which I guess was a more, you know, Western countries are, uh, the way we speak works a little different. So if you just go up and say black Optimus Prime, it's just a little too literal, you know, it's not as cool as say space galaxy evil Optimus, you know what I mean? Like some fancier name, and I guess that's why they came up with Nemesis that way it sounds like this is an evil Optimus Prime clone, basically. And that's always pretty much always been. Um, I think the second use of it, I'm blanking a little because there's been quite a few Nemesis Primes. Um, I think the second one I really took notice was uh, that Target, during the first version of Universe, that Target exclusive uh, repaint a big convoy that was a evil, scurry character also that was basically... A black optimist called Nemesis Prime. And he was uh, featured pretty heavily in the uh, OTFCC magazine comic for a while. There's one of the villains. But that's really where it came from. They, uh, Hasbro started making evil Decepticon versions of Optimus Prime or black that were pretty much just a uh, evil clone. Basically, the Decepticon's version of Faker, you know. 
And they're just calling them Nemesis Prime because, well, it just sounds better than Black Optimus Prime in English, you know. And uh, they also used it for Leo Breaker, too, that Nemesis Leo Breaker. But I think it's mainly an Optimus thing. It, it sounds a lot more thematic than it should, because you're like... Because he's an underling. So it'd be like, Megatron, hey, Nemesis Prime, come over here. That's a really hard... <laughs> To just flow off your mouth name. It sounds like a title more than anything. Like, to me, it would make more sense if his name was, like, Bob. And his title was Nemesis Prime because he was the current fake Optimus Prime clone or whatever. Yeah. I, in my in my head, Kenyon, I had thought of him as a uh, Decepticon who basically got upgraded enough and modeled his looks after Optimus Prime and became like a some sort of a higher officer or whatever. But that was just one of those things I thought up while you know how you just run a million ideas through your head while you're doing something to keep yourself entertained. And that made a lot of sense to me for a uh, use for a Nemesis Prime as in basically a uh, Decepticon rising through the ranks and he just like Megatron took the name of Megatronus and shortened it to become his name. This guy's like I'm going to be the Optimus Prime of the Decepticons, you know. So he kind of, it's like a mocking, ironic title. That makes a lot more sense to me. But that's pretty much it, Dusty. Thank you for your question. And guys, thanks everyone for listening. Being awesome, the podcast about loving Transformers and having fun, is part of the Radio Free Cybertron family of shows. And you can find every single one of us at tfradio.net for shows and showtimes. And while you're there, please check out our Amazon links for an easy way to help support us without paying anything extra. Every time I breathe in, I'm, I hear myself wheezing. <laughs> I didn't do it. Anyway, <laughs> I'm Rob, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoboRobSpringer. And since you're using the internet as is, check out my personal site, my blog, zonebase.org. I almost said that wrong. I think I said zonebase, but zonebase.org. Yeah, please do that. <laughs> Hey, thanks everyone for listening. And I'm getting close to 100 episodes of being awesome. And I kind of don't know if I... I mean, I kind of have in mind what I'm going to do for the 100th episode. But it's not going to be some giant blowout or anything. I think I'm just going to do something fun. I hope everyone appreciates it. Or at least I hope people are entertained by it. Because really, if you're not entertained by a podcast, why would you listen? It's not like, you, not like I'm forcing you to or anything. But I really appreciate you doing it. So, uh, someone go get their oil changed and, uh, send me their Valvotron or something. I'm kidding. Hopefully you win it and congratulations if you do. Thanks everyone. Bye. This has been Being Awesome with Rob Springer. Transform, save the future. Don't need a man, I'm free, I'm carrying. Psycho, you power, you can't be hero. Hold